Welcome to Besties for the Resties. I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. Join us each week as we gab about faith, friendship, and everything in between. Our goal is to make you laugh and leave you inspired. So stick around and let the laughs begin. Welcome back to episode 33 of Besties for the Resties. We were out last week due to COVID. Yep, yep, yep. I caught the COVID. Hannah had the Rona. And I survived. Barely. Just kidding. It really wasn't even that bad. I just was super exhausted and congested. Yes, very congested. So if you hear me clear my throat, I'm sorry because I'm still a little phlegmy. (laughs) No one wants to hear this. What what am I? Uh Out of the game one week and I'm talking about phlegm. So sorry about that, (laughs) y'all. But we're back now, and I am still at home. I actually came home with the coronavirus, so I was real awesome traveling with it. Sorry, folks. (laughs) I did not know. Yeah, we thought it was just a common cold. It was not. Surprise! (laughs) It's the common cold that never ended, is what it felt like, really. Anyway, so... Uh, I'm still at home. I pretty much, it's been like a blur. Like, cause Which it, was a bummer because she had come home and we didn't even get to see each other because she was had the COVID. Yeah, I didn't want to get her sick. I tried not to anyway. I hope you don't, hope you don't catch it. So yeah. that's what we're, we're finally together and we're going to try and get some episodes recorded. So we shall see. Mm. We shall see. But Hannah <laughs> has some exciting news. Which we have edited out of the podcast at least so ten many times. Because Candy has spilled it every time. Because I forget that no one knows. And it's just like a... She's always like, you are so mean when you're pregnant. Because I am pregnant. Yeah! So. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and drop it. I keep... I'm such a... Like my poor baby. She's the second kid and it happens so fast that you stop being able to be... In, not, I don't want to say enthusiastic about it. Because I'm so excited I'm having another baby. But, like, we were in the process of the move, and I had crazy bad morning sickness. So, like, I, I have a an, an announcement planned for the, the world of Facebook and Instagram, you know, because are you even really pregnant if Instagram and Facebook <laughs> don't know? But I have not gotten around to doing it. I have, like, a cute announcement idea, but we're past it, so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. I'm having a little girl. That's how far into this we are. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a whole thing. Yeah, so I'm pregnant. That's like my biggest update is that. Yes. Super stoked about it. But I've had to I've had to sit on that for quite some time. You've had to sit on that? I've had to edit it out. Literally we could do probably a twenty minute compilation of all the times <laughs> that she has said something and then I'm like, Candy <laughs> like flag it. Yeah. <laughs> flagged yeah because i'd be like god you're so mean when you're pregnant and then it was like oh no like it really is true like if you've noticed i'm a little bit saltier than to candy than normal now you know why it's it's children (laughs) make me mean they really do like i say the meanest thing like my poor husband i'm sure he's like he was like yes go go be with your family (laughs) go relax (laughs) i don't listen to you cry about lasagna that's also why I cried about the lasagna that yeah. I'm sure maybe you're like, wow, she got real emotional about food. But I do think that my child factored into that. I'd like to give myself the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 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 So. It's been real. Yeah. So. A little over halfway through, you know, add to that wave of Corona babies. There are so many children oh being born Lord. right now. 
so many. I mean, it got to people that I thought were really going to wait longer, but it was just like, what were you going to do but hang out together? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It just happened. Everybody's having Corona babies. So, it's going to be like the boomers. Like, do you think they're going to be called Corona babies? Oh, I don't want my kid to be named after a virus. It just sounds like, like robots, you know, like the Corona babies. I don't know. It just sounds so scary. <laughs> <laughs> a little dystopian, like that is a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, so uh that's like one of the big things that's been kind of looming looming over us. So if you know me in real life and are wondering why have I not announced that, it's because pretty much all my stuff was packed up. Like I have like a letter board, you know, everyone does the letter board announcements, which is what I'd plan to do because I'm a basic broad. But <laughs> I I was all packed away, so maybe, maybe this will really put some fires in the pistons to to get me to announce it. So when will she be born? She'll be born in January. It's supposed to be like around like the tenth, fourteenth time frame. But oh, that would be so cool. There's so many good January birthdays, but I'm not holding my breath. It'll actually be like the fourteenth because Fallon was supposed to be July 25th and didn't get here till August 5th. So. Yeah, that kid was... Took her sweet time. She really did. And she's still just as stubborn. But I heard it's always, like, quicker with your second. I guess we'll see. We'll find out. We shall see. We'll see if this happens super fast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's not at all what we're talking about today. We're not talking about no. pregnancy. Although that would be a funny podcast, just talking about pregnant people antics, because pregnant people are... A little crazy, but we're growing humans, so I think we should be allowed to be, you know? We get a free pass. But, uh, anyway, so what we're talking about today is actually about cooking. Because we are both uh, sassy little little cooks, I would say. Little chefs. Yeah, and it's funny, it's like me and Hannah are like two totally different cooks. Like, I'm the kind that like, I have to have everything so-so, I want everything perfect, and Hannah just like whatever she throws together, it's like amazing. I never realized I was a throw together girl. I no, guess. not like a throw together, but like <laughs> I'm just you could just be like, like you know, it's gonna taste good. You're like, oh, for example, your tomato gravy stuff that you did. Oh yeah, yeah. You're just I, like you're like an inventor, you know, an inventor cook. Go on. <laughs> yeah, like it's like I have to be like okay, like I know what tastes good together, but Hannah's like. Well, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna like make something, and it's like, it's just, it's just wild. Oh gosh, I think it's just like, like the necessity of invention. And I do, I tried to do, I literally followed her like what she had said to do, and then I did it, and it tasted like. It did not taste good. When I did it, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Okay, but to be fair, I have tried many times to recreate your chicken salad, and I can't do it. And it's very brutal because I live 10 hours from you. So I'm like, I'm going to make Candy's chicken salad. And what I'm making is a disappointment. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I need Candy right here next to me to hold my hand and walk me through this. <laughs> you make the best chicken salad. I will forever stand that. Like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Okay, so you tell me, besides the chicken salad, what is one dish or maybe two that I make that you love? And then I will tell you two that you make that I love. Okay, I think the chicken salad should be able to count because your chicken salad is like the greatest thing that you make. You also make really, really good cilantro cream shrimp enchiladas. Those are like chef's kiss. They are incredible. 
They are so good. They're so good. You make really good Mexican food, and you're like, I really think, like, that's... Also, your duck dressing that you and your mom make, that's really good. Like, you make a lot of good stuff. And obviously, you come from, like, oh, gosh, your macaroni and cheese that you and your mom make. Like, I can kind of make it now, but their macaroni and cheese me- recipe... I was about to say recipe. What's going on <laughs> with me today? But, yeah, your macaroni and cheese recipe is incredible. But she's just, like, southern, homegrown, comfort food. Oh, my God, it's the best. Man, oh, man. So good. That's wild. Hope you get to go to a dinner with her one day, because she's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. What you make is Hannah made, and I'm not like a spaghetti eater. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, spaghetti is not really my thing, my forte. But, like, Hannah made this, like, million-dollar spaghetti. And let me tell you, and she added, like, it wasn't just, like, she added, like, carrots and, like, all this other stuff to it. And it was, like, because like, Hannah's like, I'm going to make this big thing of, like, spaghetti. And, like, that way we, because, like, she had just moved to Lufkin when I was still in Lufkin. She's like, and we can eat on it for days. And I was like, yes, you know. And, like, she made it, and literally we got, like, maybe a bowl of it, like a bowl each. <laughs> and then Augustine took out the entire pan. Like. Yeah, it was bad. It, like, what what to us was going to last days asked, lasted, like, mere seconds in the presence it literally of we went to go eat it the second day that's what it was because yeah. he was supposed to be keto my husband that's what it was he lives keto but he really lives cheeto you know what i'm saying <laughs> like especially if i make because i make a lot of pasta like that's like probably my preferred i make a lot of like italian stuff but if i ever make like a spaghetti i can i can guarantee you he's he's done with keto for the night yeah. but at that time i did not know how much he it was loved. his weakness. So yeah, we had no clue. I put it in the fridge and I was like, I made some million dollar spaghetti, but I know you're doing keto, so it's not. And then I came home because, like, he went to school during the day. And I came home that night from work and there was, it was gone. It was like someone had demolished it. And it was my it was, husband. It, 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 it was like a murder scene. Like, it was like, and Hannah was like, because I was like, gotten off work and I was like, coming to Hannah's to like, eat because that's like what i had been thinking about we've been we literally talked about it all day like oh we're gonna like eat that we're gonna sit and watch a movie i mean we just like you know we're gonna play cards and we were just so pumped about it and then hannah called me and she was like it's like like it's like a death in the family like there's there's no more there's there's no more and i was like what and she's like no more spaghetti and i was like what like i was like so upset she's like augustine he ate it all. And I was like, let's kill him. Like, <laughs> like I was so mad. I was like, well, can we make it again? And it was just, oh, it was bad. So and then it, I stopped at Chipotle to rub it in his face. Didn't even get him anything. And it was like, mm, if only you would have saved. You don't deserve Chipotle after mm-hmm. this. He is very bad. Like, if there's something, like, honestly, he can't find his lunches in the fridge that I've prepared for him. But if I have, like, something I'm trying to hide from him, he, like, walks into the kitchen. He's like, you're hiding something. I can sense it. And, like, he will, like, sniff it. I don't even know how he does it. And I'm like, I put that in such an intricate spot. And he's like, don't try and hide food from me. <laughs> like, it is so, it's redonkulous. Like, he, so he can find funny. it. Also, I have said redonkulous on this podcast three episodes in a row. And I want to shoot so myself. Right. I, I don't want to be the person that says redonkulous. Well, you are. Well, you are Kill now. me now. <laughs> yeah. And the second dish that you make, y'all, her Alfredo. Like, chicken Alfredo, let me tell you right now, you've never had Alfredo like Hannah. You are a pasta gal. I really am. You I do like, a lot of Italian You have like a, a gift. 
Oh my gosh, and your fried rice. Oh yeah, dude. Some oh my gosh. Oh my so much stuff, y'all. That that I'll say that's my top three. Your spaghetti, your Alfredo, Alfredo, and your fried rice. That's like my. Oh, thank you. No. Oh my god, that chicken. The okay, just kidding. <laughs> that chick, like literally, y'all is literally just chicken, and she like the seat, like the combination of seasonings that she puts on there and then she like did like a bed of onions with it and those oh, ma- so oh my god made mashed potatoes and it was just like a my god i was having like a bad week and hannah was like what can i do and i was like you know what you can do for me and she was like, what and i was like you can make a chicken like that's what you can do for me oh gosh i feel like i've cooked more for you just because when when we were like when we lived in lufkin literally it would be like augustine worked nights a lot so, pretty much every single night, like, Candy came to the apartment and, like, we had whatever I'd made for food that day and played uh, hand and foot. Gosh, I miss playing hand and foot with you. We haven't played hand and foot in forever. Have one kid and it just takes away all your ability to it play just, a card it's, game. It's hard. Because my child destroys cards. So, just. And she's just a live wire. Like, she's always on the go. She is. Oh, she, that kid is, like, never. She's never done until you put her in her bed. Yeah. I she mean, sleeps hard, but she wakes up and plays hard. Yeah, she does. Sleep hard, play hard. <laughs> <laughs> but when Candy does cook for me, oh my gosh. She is so, like, the, the thing about Candy is she's, like, a presentation entertainer. Like, I feel like a lot of times my stuff, it may not look pretty, but I'm like, I promise you it's going to taste good. If you if you give it a chance, <laughs> you're going to love it. But Candy is, like, entertainer deluxe. Like, she pulls out the crystal oh and, gosh, like, has all these fancy dishes. And, like, oh, another good thing. She makes this amazing tomato soup. You make, you make like, lots of, like, delicate, like, lady food. Like, foods for lunches. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's very, like, sophisticated kind of stuff. Like, she made these, like, fancy grilled cheese sandwiches and this awesome tomato basil soup that she, like, hand-blended herself. Like, delightful. I just, it's just fun to cook. It is. It's fun to entertain It's yourself. like you're making, I don't know, you're just, I don't know. It's like you're making, like, a... Like something that other people are gonna get to like enjoy. Like you're like like you're creating something. Yes, for them to love and compliment yes. you. You know, it's well, the best. Okay. It's like I love to Don't uh, even act like you don't want the compliment of your I cooking. Do. Like that I is do. a lie. We both know it. I know. I but like my thing is like I my mom taught me to cook, like when I was like young. So it was like that was like minor her bonding thing. Yeah. Was cooking. Tara could care less. Like, Tara just you know, she didn't but like <clears throat> I like loved that. Like that was like minor my mom's like bonding thing. Yeah. So like us cooking together and doing stuff. Um that was like that was fun to me. And then like I was the only like kid that could make like a four course meal at the age of ten. Yeah. <laughs> you probably. Know, like and um but I'm like thankful for that because like the, like she gave me like the and most people like don't even know how to like when I went to Bible college I was like yeah I'm gonna make a roast and all the girls were like you're gonna make a roast <laughs> like and that was, and I was like yeah like I'm just gonna throw a roast together and you know and just and that's gonna be my dinner wait you're, you're gonna make like a I mean they just could not fathom like and I was like wow <laughs> like you know it's not like I mean I'm sure it's not their fault but it's just like I mean like that's necessary I feel like to teach your kids. Yeah. Okay, well, see, I'm, like, a little bit less so because my mom and dad tried with me. Like, I probably the reason why I am so, like, like I love Italian food so much is my dad makes incredible oh. 
incredible lasagna. And he just, he's really good at Italian food in general. Oh my God. He used to make this, like, he made a sauce recipe that literally took, like, a day and a half. Like, he would cook this sauce. Like, it would be, like, like developing its flavor for, like, a day and a half before he would do it. It was a thing of beauty. He actually got it from uh, an old Italian grandmother that he dated this Italian girl. And the grandma loved him and gave him the recipe. And Thank he still won't that. give me the rest. I'm like, okay, like, why are we so loyal to this little Italian grandma? Is she in the mop? Like, is she going to whack you? <laughs> like, tell me how. But he makes, like, this awesome sauce. So, <clears throat> my dad would kind of show me, like, Italian dishes sometimes. Which, I'm not a recipe follower. I'm really not. Like, candy is right. Like, I shoot from the hip. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to kind of do a play on this. But I think I'm going to add my own spin to it. Like, I just can't do... That's why I'm a terrible baker. Because baking is, like, chemistry. And I just... It's disastrous. Uh. Disastrous. <clears throat> so, my dad kind of showed me a few Italian dishes. And my mom my mom kind of showed me, like, the basics. But a lot of times, when I was younger, I I wasn't, like, I'm one of those people, like, it's a real toxic trait of mine. Like, I want to be the greatest at it or I don't want to do nothing at all. So, like, <laughs> I wasn't good at it. And my sister, like, she started off, she did really good. Like, she would, she was really good at, like, following the instructions and doing the recipe. And I'm like, mm, excuse me, I think I could just do this on my own. But you can't, you know, like, sometimes you can't. So, my mom and dad kind of, like, gave up on me a little bit. Like, they taught me a few basic things. And they were like, okay, like, we wash our hands of you, obviously. <laughs> like, you're just going to burn stuff. So, I was kind of like the the underdog in the heart kitchen, if you would. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, that's not even saying it's a bad thing. She was. Like she, yeah, I really was. Like she made a grilled cheese for me, and it was like, like it, it was, was like charcoal. Hard. It was because I was talking, and yeah. my sister had been like, "Hannah, please, obviously, you know, because she can make a grilled cheese like out of this world. Oh my gosh. It's still one of the greatest things she can make." Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I like burned it to like a cinder block because I had gotten distracted and was talking to people. So I was like, you know what? Like I quit. I'm done. So I didn't cook. That's what even people in college were like. I would have never guessed. You were a good cook because you never cooked anything. Like, I wasn't, I didn't have, like, a hot pot in my room. Like, mm-hmm. I was eating out all the time. Yeah. Just basically being very poor with my money. Spending, spending <laughs> my money on food and clothes. Like any, you know, dumb college student. <clears throat> so, I really didn't start cooking until I went to Japan. Like, that was really where I found my skills in the kitchen. Because, I think because I was away from the pressure of being, like, the great heart cook. Because, honestly, like, everybody in my family can cook good. Like, my mom, my dad, my sister, my granny can cook good. Like, everybody throws down in the kitchen. And, like, my mom's family, my my grandmother, Jenny, my grandma, Jenny, she could cook incredible. So, I just, like, I was surrounded by really awesome cooks. And I think the pressure of it made it, it was, like, too much for me. You know what I mean? Like, to try and learn there. But in Japan, like, I really got to learn, learn how to cook there. And it was awesome because... In Japan, like, the grocery stores, like, they don't have any preservatives. So, literally, like, all the ice boxes are, like, mini fridges. You don't have, like, a full refrigerator. So, it was, like, I would go pretty much to the market every day and, like, get the stuff for, like, a fresh meal pretty much, like, every night. You know what I mean? Like, I'd get, like, really fresh organic chicken and vegetables and stuff. And that was kind of where I learned, well, it's definitely where I learned how to make fried rice because they taught me how and Oh, the best fried rice in the world was in mm. Japan. But pretty much that's where I learned to cook was, was in Japan. Like, I, like, really, like, was okay with failing and figuring it out and stuff. Like, that's where yeah. I learned. Because I think some people do kind of need to... Like, I do hope, like, every parent teaches the basics to some degree. You know what I mean? But, like, it was not the bonding experience 
for me the way it was for you and your mom. Like that really is something like y'all do together and it's like a a closeness. Her mom makes the best fried chicken in mm. the entire world and she makes like a milk gravy with it. Oh my gosh. She can oh, she's such a good cook too. Your mom is the bomb. Yeah. It's like chick- like fried chicken tender, so it's just like I mean. Yeah, it's not like and nobody whole chicken and I've like nobody can make them as good. I mean, they're just oh, oh my gosh, they're good. I think it's just the love she puts in it. Oh my gosh, but yeah. she is it's incredible. But I have like you were you were like ten years old and could make full meals, but you were always filling them with stuff because I can remember like you would make ramen. And you would be, like, adding, like, onions and cheese and all kinds of craziness to it, oh, like, yeah. up in it. It was wild. And also, it was probably, like, dumb, but, like, I think, like, the, like, because I love to cook, so we would always, like, I remember when we were little, we would always, like, your poor grandma, we, like, we'd get her house, and we'd be outside, and we'd make mud. Oh, yeah. Like, pies, and we'd put leaves, and, I mean, in my head, we were making this, like, I mean, gumbo. Incredible stews yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And we just, like, had, like, big old stinky pots of mud. It was yeah. so bad. And they'd be like, Hannah, can you at least dump it out when you're done? I'm like, no, it's stewing. Yeah, it's like its flavor. <laughs> oh, man, we did do that all the time. So, we had to take a little small pause because my daughter interrupted and we were babysitterless for a few moments. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, trust me, as cute as she is, she makes a lot of racket. So, we got to have to put it on hold. So, we thought it would be fun to kind of talk about, like, where, like, our love of cooking came. And I feel like in this world, like, especially if you grew up, if you had cable at all and had the Food Network, like, obviously, that's still, like, my most favorite thing to watch is Food Network. Like, I watch shows like that. Honestly, I watch it Chopped. It suits me. Oh, it is. It's so nice. But see, I, my favorite is like Guy's Grocery Games Oh, that's and cool. Chopped. And those are not really like recipe cooking shows. They're competitive cooking shows. And my husband, he's like, why? Why are we watching these people cook meals? Like, please stop this. It's but like, funny. I love those. But what I was going to ask is like, did you have a favorite Food Network chef growing up, like in the the beginning, like do you remember the OGs? Like oh yeah, um for sure, for sure, Sandra, cooking with Sandra. Oh, like semi homemade with Sandra mm-hmm. Lee. Oh, yes. She was good. Her, um Rachel Ray, obviously. That she was my nerve. Did she? I loved her. Her um, Sammy's. I just can't. Like her <laughs> voice. She was constantly like well, short she's words. To me, she's like way. Way I'm going to use a little EVOO on these guys. I'm just like, and oh, you're so fancy with your special word for olive oil. <laughs> Giada De Laurentiis. Yes, I loved hers. But then she got to be kind of a, like a little Ouija kind of <laughs> in her cooking, I feel like. Like, to other people. And it was like, oh. You are not very nice. <laughs> Those were good. My favorite, honestly, was obviously Paula Deen. We love Paula, Paula Deen. Deen. She still inspires my <laughs> We're just going to add a little bit of butter to it. Yeah. Oh, and Emerald. My God. When he had his own little... Bam! I forgot yeah. about him. He oh, was constantly... Him. He was like one of the mo- like the original, original mm-hmm. ones. And like I really liked Bobby Flay. I thought Bobby oh, Flay was good. I had the biggest crush on him. Yeah, he was cute with his like little Boston accent there. Mm-hmm. He was good. He was real good. But, uh... It makes, it speaks volumes to me that you loved, G, uh, not Giada, the sin, semi-homemade with Sandra Lee, because she's such, like, an entertainer, like, every episode had, like, a theme, oh, and there was, like, coordination, yeah, and she decorated everything, so that totally checks out. Another, probably, like, my most favorite was, like, Ina Garten. 
the barefoot contessa oh my gosh her and jeffrey are goals oh they're so sweet together i'm whipping up a little light summer supper for jeffrey and i (laughs) that scamp i love him so like she's so in love with it yeah it kills me it was so cute like and like she was so soft-spoken oh gosh yeah her voice is very sweet i remember she was like because like i used to get so mad at my mom because we would be starving and watching the food network, I'm like, Mom, please. Like, can we make something? But we never had the ingredients for it. So it was like, I would get so frustrated watching it because I'd be like, I'm hungry. And Mom's <laughs> like, well, we got some cereal. Go in there. <laughs> like, she would make us something for dinner that night, but she was not going to stop at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning and make us a four-course meal, you know? No. But I, they, like, they, they always use, like, the most, like, like, weird ingredients that you don't have. Like, like, uh, core, uh core cupboard staples and like and it's like you know all this stuff like these like like capers yeah it's like who has that in their pantry like Like, nobody has that that's what ina garden all those memes it's like if you don't have alaskan vanilla uh, vanilla (laughs) that was milked from monks regular store-bought vanilla is fine yes it's like who has that in there? Like, geez Louise. Yeah, she always had the craziest ingredients. But I remember one time she made, like, these, um, it was like she baked eggs in the oven with heavy whipping cream. And I was like, we have the stuff to make this. I'm doing it right now. And I literally, like, followed along with her and made these, like, fancy baked eggs. And they were so good. They were so good. I still am, like, always saving her recipes. Like, what are you whipping up for Jeffrey? Maybe I'll make it for Augustine. <laughs> I know, and now the person that I watch now is Jamie. Oh my God, he's on Hulu, and he's like English. Oh my God, Jamie Oliver. He's Britain, Britain, British. British. There we go. There yeah. we go. There we go. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, but he is British, and oh my gosh, he is so. I don't know why I have a crush on him. It's weird, but no, I get he it. just I get like it. and he like, a, a British man niece, that can cook. Yeah. It's unfathomable why he would be attractive. Yeah, and like me and my niece, like when we watch him, it's, it's like he always like, um, like just all of his stuff. Like it's like like steps like to uncomplicated cooking. But when he says it, it's like steps to uncomplicated cooking, and it's like every time like I can never say like complicated like normal ever again. Like it's just a. I love him. I love watching him. I get it. I get it. Now, I really, because I don't ever follow recipes, I don't really watch a ton of, like, the the cooking show still. Like, I'll go back. I will watch, like, Ina Garten. I love her so much. She's still one of my top faves. Because she just seems so interesting and cool. Like, she's done so many cool things. Like, she worked in government. Like, she owned the Barefoot Contessa store. Yeah, she just had, like, all these friends all over everywhere. And they just drop in. And just obviously pop by. You know, obviously it's planned, but it's just like, oh, she just knows so many people. Yeah, she's fabulous. And she sometimes decorated her table, too. Whatever. Yeah, she, every, like, everything like is always hostess. so classy. Oh she is gosh. hostess with the mostest, mm-hmm. for sure. Fabulous, fabulous. I'm trying to think, but a lot of times now I'll watch, like, Chopped or Guys Grocery Games and stuff like that. I love Chopped. Because then it's like, then I'm like, I'm going to be, like, Chopped, like, give me three ingredients. Challenge me. I want to try and make something new from what I've got. Like, that's what whenever, like, I'm trying to cook with what I've got in my kitchen, I'm like, what would God tell me to make with this? You know what I mean? Like I love that game, but it really causes me, like, great anxiety. Because, like, they have to get, like, this, they'll be like, okay, we're going to get crushed banana chips. And I want you to make something with it. And it's like, uh, like, what could you, I mean, it has to be like the main ingredient. Yeah. Like when of they their do thing. Crazy and it's stuff. like, oh my God, it literally causes me. 
It's so fun though to watch how they change it. I know, but it just goes. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm like, oh, we're getting cocky thinking we can do that. And it's like I could not throw something together like that with that kind no. of pressure. I'm thinking of myself, like, oh, it's like, okay, well, they can do it, but I'd be like, ah! like I just like <laughs> throw everything in the air and just like couldn't do it. Don't do well. Or whenever under pressure. he like they get all their ingredients together, and he's like, now switch baskets. That oh. is the most brutal and unfair thing because sometimes people shop bad so it's like they get junk ingredients because people are bad under pressure it's like i'm so sorry you should have won you know what i mean it's like not fair that's not fair it makes me so angry when he does that honestly i'm gonna be weird right now i have a little bit of a crush on gaffier (laughs) (laughs) like he's so weird augustine's (laughs) like you are very enthusiastic about this man. I'm like, oh, what's he going to do next? I'm like, what? No, I don't. He's like, oh, my God. Do you have a crush <laughs> on Diner's Dives? And uh, I can't remember what it is. I don't watch that show. But he was like, I think you do. He's like, I think you like him a little bit. I'm like, no, I don't like that bleached-haired king. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> a bleached-haired king. <laughs> It looks like a crown. His hair is always spiked up. I'm like, I really worry about his scalp. Like, it has to be blistered. Because, like, that much bleaching for eternity. I'm like, that cannot be good for you, baby doll. Like, yeah. Maybe let it rest and show your real color. <laughs> let it rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's like, I'm so gross. Like, you're, you like Jamie Oliver, British stud, and I'm like, that Guy Fieri, though. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, we kind of talked about food shows that we like. If you were going to talk to them, because, like, some people really are, like, I feel like we were raised around cooking. So, like, a lot of cooking stuff is just common knowledge for us because we grew up. Even if you weren't actually helping cook, you grew up in the kitchen and saw it. And, like, it was like you observed it and knew. Like, a lot of stuff. I didn't actually ever cook it with my mom, but I watched her cook it my whole life. So, I was able to pick it up. But for some people, they didn't grow up with a mom that cooked. Mm-mm. Or a dad that cooks. Sometimes dads are the ones that like to cook. Or maybe they just weren't around it. Like you, you come from like a takeout kind of a family. Yeah. Which I think, honestly, living in the country, you can't really be a takeout kind no. of a family because there's no takeout places anywhere. Like thirty minutes away is like yeah. the closest. Or yeah. And they don't ever deliver anything, so like you just have to eat what is available in your kitchen that you have purchased yourself. You know. Yeah. But. If you were going to give, like, a tip, do you have, like, a tip you would give to somebody who's starting out in the kitchen, like, who maybe doesn't have any, like, experience, like, something easy to start off trying to make? Like, an easy dish kind of a Yeah, thing? like, an easy thing that you could, like, an easy way to elevate something and make it taste better than normal. Um. I have something if you want to think about it while I... Yeah. Just because, like, I thought of the question. So, one thing I would say is an easy way to elevate your dishes is I love to make spaghetti. Like, spaghetti is such an easy, quick, like, weekday. Like, if I need something fast, I always make spaghetti. And I buy jar sauce a lot because it's just the the time of it or whatever. I really want to make my own sauce. Like, I've kind of been working on it, but I haven't fully Mm -hmm. done it yet. But an easy way to make jarred spaghetti taste better is if you get, you know, those Mirapo mixes that you can find at the store and it's like onion, celery, and um, carrot. If you will saute that down and even add bell pepper if you really want to get fancy. If you'll saute that down with a little bit of butter and like salt and pepper, you and, and like let that really like reduce down and then add that jarred sauce and like half a cup 
of your pasta water that you have boiled your noodles in, you will make jarred sauce taste like it came from like a like a nice Italian restaurant. And it's like you're not really doing much to it. It doesn't add to your time too much because everything's already pre-chopped and pre-done. But it makes your sauce so much better. And it makes it heartier too. Mm-hmm. Like I season those vegetables and then add like, what do you call it? Like I add my hamburger meat or whatever. And it, it just, it's like a nice way to elevate it a little bit. Like kind of semi-homemade, but it makes it taste so much better. So that would be one way I would say you can really make something taste a lot fancier than it is. Wow. So what, you gotta get a little tip, a little something. A um, way to make something like a easy dinner to make it like a little bit nicer. Um, or just a general tip. What I love to do and... People will probably be like, oh, no, but I love to do, um, like, because I don't like canned um, chicken or any kind of, like, I mean, I do like it, but I don't like to use it as, and plus, like, when you have to, like, when you're in a hurry and you don't have, like, the the means to, like, lay out your chicken and blah, 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 if you, like, stop at a store and get, like, a rotisserie chicken... That's, That's like five dollars, and like, um, and I like to do, and like my little, like people, my mom and Macy, they like it, and I do like tacos out of it. That's smart. And I just do like bell pe- and that's and that's like boom, your chicken's done. So you just have to like debone what you want off of it, and then I do like bell peppers and onions, and I just season those, and then boom, you've got like a. A little fiesta ain't have to do anything. That is so genius. Just toss because like that bell pepper and onion will season up that chicken a little bit more to kind of. The chicken's it. already seasoned. I and get it's the good. garlic. I get the garlic lover one. Ooh. Or garlic and butter and garlic and oh my god, it's already like flavored. And then I just it's good. That's so smart to just save time, especially if you're a working lady like Candy is. Yeah, because boss I'm babe. You. I ain't got the time. Sometimes, I mean, I love to cook, but it's just like, when you work a 40 tip. hour a week and you're just like, oh my gosh, you know? Tacos really are a way that you can make something so delicious and it's like, it's not hard to throw together quick. No. Like, they really are. No. Only that would take time is your meat, but then you're, you've already got, boom, you got your meat done. Yeah, like if you already have And that. rotisserie chicken is good for any, like anything. That's what I make my chicken salad out of. Yes. So... I like I've watched her make the chicken salad so many times, but I cannot seem to get it right. It's like super duper easy, and it's like not even, and it's just like I, I do anything rotisserie chicken. I am like all about it. I will put it, and I use rotisserie chicken for my al- chicken alfredo because I don't want to cook it. <laughs> See, so. I love making fresh chicken for my chicken alfredo. I definitely always do it. I just always cube it up because then I can cook it better. I feel like making whole breasts, like, you have to, like, pay such close attention to it because you have to make sure it cooks all the way through. Mm-hmm. And if you chop it up tiny, then it's, like, it goes faster, I feel like. And you can make it more moist because sometimes a chicken breast will dry out so quick because mm-hmm. chicken breast is such a, like, a dry cut of meat. Which, honestly, I love, like, chicken thighs or chicken legs. But my husband seems to think he is a king and only likes chicken chicken breast pretty much. Like we were really broke and I was trying to make like a cheat meal, so I bought chicken like little chicken legs so that we could have a little bit of meat to go with like our beans and rice, our literal beans and rice. <laughs> I made navy beans. Mm-hmm. And I was watching him eat these chicken legs. He was taking two bites and then tossing it like a king 
at a banquet. I was like, I'm sorry, do you not see all of the meat that you're leaving on there? Like, you're taking two bites. And he's like, yeah, but it's got all that bone and stuff around it. Like, that's just too much work. I need you to buy some chicken breast. I'm like, okay, well, we're trying to budget here. So, <laughs> I'm going to need you to work a little harder with I these chicken legs. I could just see him, too. Oh, no. Throw it. He just, he really is. Especially, he like, he was always like, oh, like being a homemaker, like you don't need to stay home. I'm like, okay, king of the castle, like, could you really, could you really take it if I was like really away and worked? Because you, you're so used to having your every me, your every need met by me. Yeah. Which, that's like a whole, that's a whole thing within itself. I got on a tangent. I'm just missing him because I've been away for a little while. I'm missing my, <laughs> my little king. Uh, I don't want to say little king. Like, he's four foot tall. Yeah. He's six three. <laughs> missing that little guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, that was a really good, like, a little quick way to do stuff, to add rotisserie chicken to do it. Mm-hmm. Smart. And your smart. elevation of, like, canned sauce or jarred Jarred sauce. sauce. I couldn't imagine a canned sauce. That would be kind of wild. I really want to do that. Like, I want to roast my own tomatoes and stuff and like gross the onion and the the garlic and then break it all up i'm gonna do it one of these days i just haven't done it yet i think it would be so fun Mm -hmm. but i love italian food italian food is like probably my ultimate favorite we love to eat out mexican food and i can make it a little bit but my husband is mexican and you know it's like nobody can cook as good as their as a is a man's mama, you know what I mean. So it's like I very rarely make Mexican food because I want our marriage to stay together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and whenever I make Mexican music, like, yeah, my mom makes it better though. And then I just want to like throw the pan out the door and be like, well, then starve. <laughs> Go ahead and starve. <laughs> so I rarely make. I mean, like I make it every once. In a while. Like I made homemade enchiladas the other night, and I was trying so hard to be humble about it because I like they really tasted good. I made homemade and. Enchilada sauce and everything. So I was like, so what do, you, what do you think? Is it is it okay? Like, what do we think here? And he's like, it's good. I was like, like Mexican person good or just white people good? He's like, no, I think I might even say it was Mexican person good. And that was a real victory oh, moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to be like Rocky when he gets up to the top of those stairs. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So. I usually don't make a lot of Mexican food because he's so particular about it. Like, we usually go to Mexican restaurants and eat it because, again, I say, you know, (laughs) you choose your battles. You know what I mean? He knows I can make really good country food and Italian food, but, and Asian food, I guess, because I lived in Asia, but Mexican, I'm still working on. I'm still working out the kinks. But, you know, I wonder if you're going to marry someone who, like, is a super foodie or if they're not. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, like, people get married that do not... Like, they don't care about food. Like, know, they don't and care. And that, to me, like, crushes my soul. I went, I went on a date with this one guy, and he was like, you know, I'm not much of a dessert guy. Like, I like, I don't like sweets at all. And I was like, what? Like, I just, <laughs> this is over. Like, I just, like, we can't. We can't continue uh, this. It was just, no. Sometimes guys will say that, but they don't mean it. Because Augustine's always like, oh, I don't really care about desserts. And then I'll make a three-layer delight, and I come home, and it's like that. <laughs> it's like that spaghetti. I'm like, where is the three-layer delight? Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> but, like, he he would never, like, specifically request a dessert. But if I make it, it will be gone in three seconds. Wow. Which is a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Especially because I'm like, I'm going to save this and make it last. And that just don't happen in our So, 
Let's do some would you rathers. Oh, cooking edition. Yes, like some cooking edition would you rathers. So, would you rather make Mexican or Italian food? Mexican. You really, yeah, you make really good Mexican food. You really do. Like, I would say that's a specialty of yours. I'd probably rather make Italian food just because, as previously stated. You're balling Italian food. It's so good. Italian food is just, it's just so easy to make it good. Okay, so would you rather chocolate or cheese? If you had to give up one, would you rather give up chocolate or would you rather give up cheese? Chocolate. Oh, that was like a quick answer. Yeah, for sure. I, I couldn't. Cheese. I couldn't live without cheese. Like, you could tell me I was lactose intolerant and that it would kill me, and I would probably well, still eat basically cheese. Basically, you were during your pregnancy with Fallon. Oh, you couldn't that have was so cheese brutal. For the like, it literally. I small. I was. I think I was like eight months pregnant before I could eat cheese again, and it was honestly like I don't know if I'm gonna like this kid because <laughs> I'm like obsessed with cheese. Like if like I had a literal cheese bar at my wedding. And I remember I was going to my friend's wedding, Karina. I was like, I was on the road to go to her wedding, not on the road. I was in the airport and they had this cheese shop in Seattle. And I was so not Seattle in Oregon. Mm -hmm. I was so excited to try it. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, it's going to be incredible. I took one step inside and the smell of all that cheese, which normally I would have been like breathing in as deep as I possibly could. It literally, it sent me into like a vomiting spiral in an airport. And it was like, honestly, kid, I don't think I'm going to like you because cheese <laughs> is so good. How can you reject it? But like, I couldn't hardly. And I was constantly like still pushing my luck and then just getting violently ill. Well, also, you're running your children after cheese for the longest time. Yeah, that is true. I so, did love I the mean, name. Yeah. Brie. <laughs> and I like the name Greer. I really tried to get Augustine sold on Greer for this kid. And he was like, no way. <laughs> Why do you always like such weird names? He's always like, why are you trying to name our kid after food? <laughs> like, I guess because I love it. Because <laughs> I tried to get Fallon to be Lemon. I wanted to name a kid Lemon so bad. Oh, he wouldn't let it happen. But yeah, I couldn't live without cheese. Like, I barely made it through that pregnancy. Thankfully, this kid is cool and likes cheese. So not saying I already like her better, but <laughs> I'm kidding. I love, I love both of my children in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So at a restaurant, would you rather order queso or guac? Queso. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, oh no. Queso. Cause I yeah. can do that. And if I am here at home in Texas, it's queso. If I'm not, it's guac because New Mexico, I, I really, like, it's a real struggle to find good Mexican food in New Mexico. And you would think it wouldn't be because it's New Mexico, but, like, we're so used to, like, really good Tex-Mex. Mm -hmm. And this is, like, a lot of traditional, like, Jalisco-style mm -hmm. Mexican food, and it's just, it's, it's no good. Also, they're really brutal. Like, in Texas, you can get, like, chips and queso, or not chips and queso, but, like, unlimited chips and salsa. And that is not a thing there. They will, like, it's like $6 for a basket of chips and, like, a cup of salsa. Which my husband literally, like, whenever we go to a restaurant here, it's like he stacks up cups. Because he will go through, like, probably eight salsas and, like, four things of chips. And then whenever we're in New Mexico, he's like, well, I guess I'll get my customary one basket of chips and salsa. And he wants to cry because that's, that's all they give. It's. It's the worst. I mean, obviously, the restaurants are smart because it probably 
saves them a ton of money or they actually make money on it, but it's a bummer. It's a bummer. And that Texas hospitality of free chips and salsa. Mm. But they do not know how to make queso. Literally, their queso is nacho cheese in a can. I really, when they brought it out, I was like, who hurt you? Like, what have they done to you this that you not... think that this is queso? This is this is canned cheese. Like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here right now. <laughs> it's like I want to, like, flip a table, but I can't. I'm just like, this is great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I really, if I could, I would go to El Burrito and just beg them, like, if I never told a soul, will you just show me how to make this so I could have it every once in a while when I'm 10 hours away? Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be awesome if they, if they could. I doubt they do it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, would you rather never be able to use butter mm-hmm. or never be able to use garlic in cooking? <laughs> That I use uh, <laughs> butter and garlic together every meal. <laughs> yeah. I'll say... Man, this is really hard on you. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we can't take too long because this does have to be an interesting it's podcast. Just... Oh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to answer while you mull because okay. I feel like you could mull for 10 more minutes. Uh-huh. I'm definitely going to choose never to use butter. Like, it would kill me because I do use butter in just about everything. But no garlic? Your hands would be tied for forever. Onion and garlic is what makes everything taste good. So, there's no possible way. I would give up butter because there are other oils. Like, there are other fats out there that you can use to make stuff taste good. I mean... Not as delicious as butter. I with butter too, but oh, I'll say butter. Because garlic is, oh, garlic's my baby. I can't just. It's, it goes in every, like, there is not one type of cooking that garlic does not make it taste better. True. Okay, so are you one of those people that, like, actually gets cloves of garlic? Yes. Yeah, I cannot. Like, I'm I'm a terrible chopper. We've talked about that multiple oh my times. Oh, gives me anxiety. <laughs> I literally have to buy, like, the pre-mint stuff. <laughs> Y'all, I know we said it before, but watching her chop onions, it's like Russian roulette. Like, <laughs> is she going to like, chop off her hand? Like, for love, God, just let me chop it up. No, it's fine. <gasps> it's like, she just, oh, it gives me anxiety. It's bad. Honestly, though, Augustine is, like, an expert chopper because he was, like, you know, mm-hmm. six and working in a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> uh, like, a little bit LOL, but that is the truth. But he is so good at chopping vegetables, and I never knew it. And I was like, why have you not been chopping everything up for us all along? (laughs) So here lately, I've been buying, like, I'm like, okay, I need you to chop up, like, ten onions for me to use for the rest of, like, the month, pretty much. That's brilliant. Yeah. Because I cannot do it. Plus, it makes me cry so hard, I really can't see. Like, even when I can see, I'm not a good chopper. But take away my <laughs> take away my sight, it's... That's where the restaurant really comes <laughs> in. You just, like, chop. It's never, oh. like, all my onions are, like, different sizes. There's no even... No even chop. It don't work. Mm. That's honestly where the bed of onions came from. Was because I was, like, cutting the onions in half and just, like, slice them in half. Because I couldn't dice them all the rest of the way. It's just not possible. Okay, so is there like a box mix that you really love that you think makes everything taste better? A box mix? Yeah, like a some kind of like seasoning packet or like a rice that you can pre-buy that you think tastes incredible. Like that is an easy 
easy add-on. Um, you showed me it, but it's yellow rice. Yes. Zatarain's yellow rice. Oh my gosh. That stuff, if you haven't tried it, get it. Because it's so good. And, oh my god, so much flavor in that. Yes. Yeah. And as far as like a, like a seasoning packet thing, um... You say seasoning? Yeah, like you could do a seasoning okay. packet. That'd be good too. Um, I use TextJoy pretty much on everything. Yes, I'm a text. I mean, that's like my my cupboard staple. <laughs> like I have like either I have to have that, and I have to have garlic powder. Like that, those are my my two garlic and like if you don't have garlic and onion powder and use those regularly mm. what are you doing yeah those are the best and paprika i'm a paprika user also okay so i would say some like i would have said the yellow rice that's like a really good one but another really easy way to like add a ton of flavor to something is those lipton onion soup packets those bad boys make yes. soups and stews and roasts like all of that i oh maybe that's gosh, probably common yeah. knowledge but they make it taste so much better. Yes. And also bouillon cubes. I add those. Like chicken bouillon cubes. I add those to a lot of my stuff too. Yeah, chicken bouillon, beef bouillon. Because mm-hmm. you can really make stuff taste better. Like, Because it's like some things will say just add it with water. But it's like if you'll add chicken broth, mm. a thousand times better. Like you can really make stuff taste better. Mm-hmm. Also, like a seasoning I use a ton of is Landry seasoned pepper. It's so hard oh, to find. It is. it is like, when I find it, I buy like 10 of them because you can never find them. But Landry seasoned pepper, it makes every meat taste better. Especially on chicken. If you if you put like onion powder, garlic powder, and Landry's and some paprika, chef's kiss. You have so a delicious meal right there. Mm-hmm. And that's even without like butter or oil or anything. Like just baked chicken is good stuff. Mm-hmm. But cooking is so fun. And I think it's the most fun because it's such a communal thing. Like, it's such a... a it brings people together. It does. It really does. And my mom always said that, like, food tastes better when you share it. It really does. It just... Because it makes it... It's like a... It takes it from being, like, a isolated thing to something nice. Like, in Japan, when I, like, I cooked for everybody. Like, I was constantly... Not like that I'm, like, bragging, but, like, I always offered to anybody because it was so fun to do and, like... Oh, my gosh. Cooking. The compliments that you get from it, it's the bomb. Yeah, that also helps. I just, I love, I love cooking. Yes. Like, it's so fun. And like you said, it brings people, it really does bring people together. Even, like, it could go from, like, nothing and, like, because a lot of our, like, like, my church friends at church, we're all foodies. So we're like, well, let's get this, let's bring that. I mean, we just make it a party and bring food. And that just, um, and we get, like, it's, it just makes me happy, like. To be able to share food and just, it's, oh my gosh, it's so fun. It is. It really, like, I mean, if you think about it, even the early church, like, they constantly, like, that's what it said in Acts, like, they continued in the apostles' doctrine and, like, broke bread together in their homes. Like, like, it's such a powerful thing to do that with someone, like, to, to feed them. And you know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't have to be, like, I think it's like, people feel like you, you can't invite people to your home to eat unless you're doing a full course meal, which is awesome when you can do. But, like, I think probably some of the best memories me and Candy have is, like, when I was making, like, navy beans with sausage in them. You know what I mean? Like, delicious. And, you know what I mean? And it was, like, that was, like, the cheapest meal I could make. But it was really good. And we we had a ball together eating beans and rice and playing cards. You know, like, mm-hmm. just because something is cheap or, like, 
You know what I mean? It's like you shouldn't feel bad. Like maybe what you're offering is meager, but people just, it's like, it's like a way of showing people you care and that you love them. Even if it seems small, like people care. Like you think about the boy with the five loaves and the two fishes, like he, he didn't really have a ton to offer, but when he did, God took that and made a miracle out of it. And you can do that for somebody offering to, even if it's just like, feed them. Yeah, just offering to feed them. Like, people, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like God gave us that to to bring, I mean, bring people closer together. Because it, it, like, I love to eat and visit. That is, like, my favorite thing. And, like, this would be Pentecostal, but that's all, they, that's all we do is, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> eat and visit. We don't gamble. We don't dance. <laughs> but we eat and we visit. Oh, man. But it really is. It's such a powerful way to, like, help somebody out. And, and again, I say, maybe it's not even that. Maybe all you got is a sandwich for the night. But you never know what that sandwich could mean to someone. Like, maybe a sandwich. Because sometimes a sandwich can be a luxury to someone. Like, mm-hmm. you just never know what you're doing. Like, how mm-hmm. how you can be helpful to someone by offering to, mm-hmm. to feed them. I remember one night, like, after church, we all, like, were like, we're hungry. What are we going to eat? And, like, we just all went to the store and bought bread. And we made grilled cheeses. Yes, yes, we did. Like, and that was like the simplest meal. And we just went and bought like like just canned hot sauce, canned bean dip, and tons of chips. And that was our meal. But it was like so fun, you know, and it was so good. It matters. Mm-hmm. So we definitely encourage you guys. Maybe try try a cooking tip. And even if what you're offering is not the most fancy food, like. You'd be amazed at how it can change someone. Like whenever I like when I really think about it, like when my dad and mom, whenever they would hit a streak to be social, which was I lived for. I was like a social butterfly and was yeah. always like, Please can we go out to eat or please can someone come over? And dad would like invite like company over after church on a Sunday night oh. and he would make like fried eggs and toast and bacon. And it was like it was not nothing fancy. It was just a perfectly fried egg because my dad can make a fried egg like no oh, other oh yeah he too. can make an awesome but it was like simple stuff yeah. but it was like it was such a good moment and it's like such a nourishing thing you know what I mean like like that feeding someone like that's like I when I think about it it's like you're talking about the goodness of God and like what he's done for you mm-hmm. and eating some good food like it's a it's a simple thing but it's a very it's an impacting thing agreed which is why it kills me whenever I have to start all over in a brand new place, place to find someone to feed. I'm like, does anybody <laughs> want to come over and hang out at my house and I'll cook you something? <laughs> yeah. I can I can bribe you with food. Would you like that? Maybe. <laughs> Just come on over. So we hope that wherever you are, you are eating good food and you're having good company to go along with it. And if you haven't, if you're not doing those things, then maybe start. It's fun. Like, yes, try it out. It. Just try it. I, I, one of my tips, but like an easy food to make for like a ton of people and it's not a lot of work is fajitas. That to me is like so not, not very time consuming and boom, you've got people that love it. And it's like just. That's a good one. I would say if you're like doing something quick, fast, in a hurry, another one is breakfast. Oh, breakfast. Like yeah. breakfast because it's like eggs and toast and bacon. So easy. Mm-hmm. and quick and fun if you're wanting to try inviting people over for something so but do it and get the joy out of it because it's fun it is give cooking a chance or maybe bacon is your forte give bacon a chance but it's a lot of fun so until next time mm-hmm.
Well, that's a wrap on this week's show. We hope you tune in again next Thursday. Until next time, I'm Hannah. And I'm Candy. And we are besties for the resties. Thank you.